Well, welcome everyone. I am already laughing because I know that you guys are going to be laughing your tails off in about five seconds after this intro. It is a very, very happy Friday at the time of this recording, and I'm so excited that we are one episode away from 100. It has been a beautiful three and a half years of this podcast, and man, it's just been so good to have you guys along for the ride. I just found out the other day that we had some more title holders that I didn't even know. We were virtually coaching through this podcast who have won some big titles um, in USA, specifically in Teen USA. So that was super exciting. But today I have a very special guest. Y'all know her. Y'all love her. She is my little sister, Miss Nebraska, 2019 and 2020, Allie Swanson. And y'all are going to hear a little funny intro that we did before we were really officially rolling and I hope it makes you laugh and that you get to see a little bit more of the insides of who we are as sisters before we get started. Here's episode 99 with Allie Swanson. JK, Allie Mancuso. I still forget that she's married because she'll always be my sister. But anyways, Allie Swanson, Mancuso, same person, little sister. Okay, you get the point. Here we go. I feel like we're sharing a mic as children. I feel like I need this to be here. <clears throat> no, but remember when we when we did like our first yeah. jingles oh, as children? Wow, no, wow. no, no, no. Remember as no, children no, no. when we would be shorter. When <laughs> <laughs> we would be <clears throat> when we would be on our first jingle and they'd give us one mic and we had to share. Yeah. Remember? No. It yeah. was it was awful. I'm off. <laughs> We can't be trusted. <laughs> okay, let's get down to brass tacks. Take this microphone with my balalea. I took me that. What? <laughs> I said I'm gonna peek this microphone out with my belly laugh. Oh. <laughs> wait. Wait, wait. I said, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, then, yang! This is the thumbnail. <laughs> so y'all get the point. We like to have fun. And anyways, here is our official episode on adaptation and why you need it as a title holder with my little sister, Allie Mancuso. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Powerhouse Podcast, episode 99. I have a very special guest with me here today. She looks like me with blue eyes and blonde hair. We wore the same outfit today. And didn't plan it. Black and blue. Woohoo. Heck yeah. And so I have my sister, Allie Swanson. Hi, guys. <clears throat> with me here today. We are prepping for episode 100, which will be next. Woo! Which we're super excited about. Okay. <clears throat> and so we're really excited to talk with you guys about adaptability here today. Allie and I think very differently, despite sounding the same. <laughs> and so I actually just thought about that, that in the future, as you're on the podcast more, we're probably going to really have to figure out how to talk differently or else people aren't going to know who is I'll talking. talk lower. You just talked higher than me. Oh. <laughs> well, I was kind of losing my voice, so maybe you I'll sound now? different. Well, I did last week. Maybe Allie had a I'll wedding. try to talk sultry. Ew. This is No, that's terrible. Don't do that nope, ever. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Anyways, so as we're recording this, we have no makeup on. Well, I have a little bit on, to be honest. I have zero. And our hair looks disgusting. Bing. Okay. <laughs> and so you guys are going to get the real authentic us, but we were just thinking about um, the the timing of things. Allie and I are in a really unique stage because yeah. I'm giving up my crown in two weeks. She's finally giving up her crown after the two years. In, the infinity symbol, um, at, like literally a month after me. 
Yeah. And so we were thinking about what do girls need to hear right now? Mm-hmm. What do people need to hear as they are going into a season of actually competing, especially after a couple years for Miss America Girls? Mm-hmm. And Allie had the brilliant idea, no sarcasm, of teaching people about being flexible. And you've had a lot more of this than I have, although I had to compete in a pandemic too. So I guess I need yeah. to give myself some credit. But why don't you run people down uh, through real quick just some of the things that you feel like you've noticed people have needed to be the most adaptable in that you've been coaching your girls in yeah. and your local competitors and all that good stuff. And also welcome to the podcast. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, and again, this is Allie. I know we sound exactly the same, so, but I'll try and talk a little differently. And she works for me now. So that's <laughs> Yay. Yay. Um, as I, as we're prepping in Nebraska for, um, our state competition, um, we've just been, I've been more on the admin side of this too. So really just trying to prep my girls, the local girls in our state, uh, on how to be flexible as well. And that's kind of where this comes from. Um, and after talking to a lot of my state title holders across the country, I think there are a list of things that really reign true, not only Nebraska, but for every single state that you really just have to be prepared for, whether you're competing for um, Miss State in Miss America system, Miss USA system, or really any system. I think the ability to be flexible is really important because um, Megan and I have different personality types. Me personally, um, I'm a 3-2 on the Enneagram, I almost said Enneagram scale. Um, sounds like a rap or something. I'm a three, I'm not going to try and do that. Um, yes, I don't know, kind of. <clears throat> but <laughs> my personality likes to control um, around my surroundings because that makes me feel comfortable. I like knowing that there's an A or plan A, B, C, D, E all the way to Z and you know prep the details of all of that. So maybe people listening can relate to that aspect. And something that I really struggled with over my journey was being adaptable because it felt like I was out of control when things changed last minute. But something that I've learned too, and something we were just talking about is the reality of it is during competition week, again, regardless of the system that you're competing for, something is going to go differently than how you planned it during competition week. And it is up to you to have the strategies going into that competition of knowing how to calm yourself down, say, um, to stay not stressed and, you know, have those certain things that you go to, to kind of get back into your Zen, you know, Zen zone of your mind, Zen zone. That sounds really official. (laughs) Um, you're right. It does. It does. But something's going to, something's going to happen during the week that you're like, wow, you know, I couldn't have planned for this. Couldn't have prepared for this. It's kind of stressing me out a little bit. What do I do? Right. Whether that be, you know, in the year of COVID or two years of COVID, um, maybe this year, you know, your state is one of the states where you have to have a COVID test and test negative to compete. Well, what if, you know, your candidate number seven and the girl who's candidate number six test positive for COVID. And so now that you're, uh, or now you are candidate number six, does in your have to you know have a different interview time you have to have a different order all of those things are you going to let that affect your mindset of now oh man like I can't win now because I'm so obsessed with the fact that you know I can't get over that she's not here and I'm so stressed out now that I can't even cope and now I don't compete at the level that I want to or maybe Um, it was like you're you thought it was a sign from God that you were number seven and now you're yeah six, yeah yeah or it's your favorite number and you're making it a thing even yeah. though it's not a thing but in your mind you're ruminating over the fact that yeah. it's it's changed and so your brain is telling you 
that the fact that your number six has already disqualified you when yeah. in reality there's absolutely no difference between six or seven. Yeah. Or um, depending on how big your state is in USA or if you're a Miss America competitor, maybe being number six or number seven puts you on a different prelim night and now you have to do talent on the first night instead yeah. of the second night. Now you do your interview later and you've convinced yourself that you're only good in interview in the morning and now mm-hmm. your interview's in the afternoon. <clears throat> All those things are going to happen. Um, and so we just want to help prepare you guys ahead of time to verbalize that those things can happen and then also teach you some ways that you can be more adaptable too. Yeah, and just even top of mind, a couple of those things that I know have come up across, like again, talking to my state title holders, there's been a lot of change in Miss America specifically. So that's what I can speak to. But whether that be COVID, so your candidate number changes, we just hit on that. Um, Maybe they add or subtract things to the competition. I know in my journey during my Miss Nebraska competition week, the very first time I competed was when Miss America announced that they were removing swimsuit. So we're like competing for it with the swimsuit and we're like okay whoever wins is not going to do this at competition and then same thing last year those um announcements of uh, national changes and all of that happened during competition week as well so maybe that's going to happen to you um but you can't let that affect the present and the now of what you've prepped for maybe that's going to be an audio visual thing during the week and there's a problem with your av where you can't hear yourself if you're a singer or the stage might be a little bit smaller than you practiced or baton twirlers i know have yeah the ceiling the lighting mm-hmm. the ceiling mm-hmm. yeah you're having to adjust everything and you're like well, they're not going to know how hard I worked because it works in my gym, but now this stupid little high school auditorium or whatever. Or slick in, floor slick or something floor like that. Or point dancers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Or even like a last minute location or date change or... All of y'all have dealt with that. Yeah, I know yeah. some of you guys are literally the second week of... Like Alabama is like the second week of June and you guys just found out like two weeks ago when and where your pageant yeah. was. Or I know I know this year, for instance, a lot of states are used to having week-long competitions and then I know of a handful of states that are trying to cram everything into one day or two days when they're USA. used to having five days, you know, three days of prelims, a day off, and then another day of competition. So yeah. really flexibility is such a... Um, a key factor to be prepared in adaptability, flexibility, whatever you want to call it, because that's the season that everyone's really in. Yeah. And <clears throat> y'all have heard me say this every day of our life for the past 98 episodes, but not just having a good si- mindset, but also the ability to have longevity of mindset. Mm, because for yeah. example, for, for my girls who will be vying for my title here in two weeks, and all the Ambrose pageants because of necessity and having to do this. I'm, I'm sure it's not even because John and Jason wanted to do it, but it's just the nature of the beast right now. It is they're going to be getting up at 3 a.m. for hair and makeup. And literally, you don't compete in finals until 8 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. So you have a 3 a.m. call time until 10 p.m. at night with an hour and a half, two-hour show. And that is a lot of stamina. I don't care who you yeah. are. I don't care how prepared you are. Your body is going to feel different. You're, you know, you're trying to withhold your water intake for a swimsuit, but you need to drink water because you've been up since three o'clock. You feel like you're in space because your interview was at 8 a.m. And then you have, you're trying to remember the dances, you know, on the day of or yeah. whatever that is, what's my walking pattern. And so as much as you can practice that, work with a coach ahead of time, 
get people around you. Um, we're not even saying that that has to be us necessarily, yeah. but just having people in your corner. You know, the highest level athletes, the highest level producers are people who have mentorship around them. Allie and I were just talking even before this podcast spiritually of some goals that we have yeah. of how we want to start surrounding ourselves with different people. And if you guys listened to last week's episode, which go back and listen to it on community and the, and the reason why in-person events are so important, whether that's a mastermind or a church or a life group or just getting together with your circles of, of trust in your community, whether it's having that friend that you know loves to get coffee or loves to go see movies or go on adventures or whatever, you're not called to do life alone. And the highest level producers have other high level people that are around them that help to support those goals and those dreams. You know, I I mentioned last week on the podcast that I was in Nashville and at an elite gathering for Traffic and Funnels, who are my mentors, some of my mentors, I have several mentors. And now Allie will get to come into the fold with that, which I haven't even shared that with you yet. But um, (laughs) everybody within our company will get to come into the fold under kind of one mentorship package, which I'm really, really excited about because those are people who will stretch me in all the ways that I want to grow, which is financially, spiritually, physically, mentally. Mm. Um, And so that's super, super important. So anyways, we're going to kind of transition now into uh, five key things that you guys can do, and we're just going to kind of wrap about this. And then if you guys are interested and you know that you need to make this final push for becoming more adaptable or you're nervous because your state pageant has made some changes, please reach out to us. We only have a couple more spots for the mastermind. We're recording this early, so we may not even have any more spots, but we'll put it in the link below. Please, please, please uh, schedule a mastermind inquiry call. You'll get to talk to myself on the phone. Um, Allie might be the one messaging you and making sure that you're ready to go, but we want your butt in a seat there. It is so important for you to be in an environment. We will take care of you. We are going to be COVID safe. Um, You're going to get four different perspectives from literally all over the world, from Washington, D.C. to Nebraska to Phoenix to all over the place to make sure that we are helping you fine tune your mindset and fine tune your onstage question, current event, hot topics, um, branding, social media, interview skills, mock interviews, uh, all that kind of stuff. We're going to find all the holes in your prep and make sure that you are ready to go so that you don't end up just falling back into the same placement or even a worse placement because maybe you haven't shaken off the dust in a year or two and haven't competed in a while, not to mention surrounding yourself um, which is really just an energy thing too. Yeah. Like I, I'm studying a lot more about energy and you guys are going to be seeing more masculine, feminine energy. Like it's really cool when you get into it and you need to bring different things to the table and also learn how to create more energy and conserve your energy. Um, <clears throat> and I can tell you from personal experience that just being around people who have greater depth and who have some things that you don't have. And then also that you can give that they may not have being in a physical location in a physical room with other people who have what you want to aspire to. Um, a lot is caught, not just taught. Yeah. And so so it's, it's really, really important that you, that you do that for yourself. It's, uh, it's a massively small investment when it comes to what you'll be getting out of it. And um, it's, I always say like low cost, low excuse, honestly, no cost, no excuse, but low cost, low excuse. And so we've literally made this bare bones, um, a financial investment for you guys to make sure that you can drive there, fly there, whatever you need to do to make it happen. It will change your life. We will deliver. And we talk about it every single day. We want the highest level um, production for our clients at all times. We really, really care about that. So anyways, that was a short little PSA, but we're going to rock on with um, some ways that you can be adaptable during difficult times. So I'm going to give you all a quick definition, and then Allie and I will go back and forth on our perspectives of these five things. So Mm. adaptability means one is able to quickly respond to changing trends, innovation, destabilization, industry shifts, and so forth. 
This ability to adjust or shift makes an uh, employee or competitor nimble, and that is important because most industries today are in some state of flux, especially after COVID. Um, And another definition is the ability to adjust to new conditions and changing your capacity to modify for a new use or purpose. I think that's actually a really cool definition for pageants too. Go ahead. Yeah, I I think that that's totally relevant to the state that we're in. I mean, that's what the definition was talking about, but I think everyone can agree that the last two years, whether you are comfortable changing or not, you have been thrusted into this state where there's been certain areas of your life where you've had to adapt, you've had to be flexible, you've had to change. Maybe that's in your routines, maybe that's in your preparation. And um, hopefully everyone has learned key strategies of how you operate as a person, of what you need to do to not be in a, a a state of stress, but to calm yourself down, control what you can control. And a lot of that starts with mindset. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, <clears throat> okay. For sake of time, cause I don't want to take too much time, um, on this podcast, we're going to actually, Allie's doing an entire session on this, by the way, at the mm-hmm. mastermind. Woo. So we're going to dive a lot deeper into this. She's going to go over very, very specific strategies within your pageant. A little more like we talked about, like what happens if there's a tech issue? What happens if somebody, you know, deletes themselves from competition or doesn't show up? I dealt with that last year that we were supposed to have 21 girls and then we showed up and there was 20. And so that totally changed my placement, switched me from um, being the back of one group to the front of another group. Right. So just like we were talking yeah. about. Um, but here, here are the five things that we've written down today. Um, we're going to just go over a couple of them in terms of what our perspectives are. But if you want more info on this, come to the mastermind and you're going to learn a heck of a lot more and get to physically put yourself in that scenario. So here are the five things. One, um, re- ways that you can be more adaptable. Get to know your relationship with stress. Number two, learn when you need to stop, evaluate, rest, or reset. Number three, commit to spreading positivity and going back to your values to Mm -hmm. center you. Number four, notice nuance, and which leads us to number five. That basically means don't wait until it's too late Mm -hmm. and you literally are like seeing a therapist because of it, right? Or totally burnt out or uh, you're just faking like you're okay and then you're having these emotional roller coasters or having to self-medicate yourself in ways that are not healthy because you you, you weren't able to be fine-tuned enough to your internal world to... uh, understand when you were unhealthy. So um, I'd love for you to just take some time to point out one of these that you want to talk a little bit more about that you feel like is rampant in our industry. Yeah, I I think the thing that stood out to me the most, even when like relisting those five, is thinking about putting yourself in your own shoes during competition week. So a lot of the people listening, I mean, some people might be competing for the very first time, but some people might be competing for the seventh time or the third time, regardless of the times that you've competed or maybe, or if this is your first time, um, you still have to put yourself mentally and and think through you being on that stage in each area of competition and thinking through the options of, okay, you know, what potentially, or what are the things that I can control starting there? Have I prepped the necessary things to, you know, make myself feel 110%. I'm going to step on that stage with confidence and yes. you know, you're going to like me or you're not, but this is my hundred percent and I'm yes. confident in that. There's no replacement for hard work. Yeah. Yeah. That's the base level. And so yeah. what we're talking about being flexible and being adaptable is the next step past that. So if you haven't done yourself, your due diligence to say, you know, I'm prepared 110%. Yes. I've done my reps. I've done my hard work yes. of each area of competition. Then you're, that stress is going to come in naturally because you're going to feel oh no shoot I am comparing I'm comparing myself to other people I am stressed because of some small change and that internal like 
holy moly moment, red flag is going to come off. So we're talking about the next stage after that. And so, I mean, I'm kind of going off of all five of these here too, but um, getting yourself in that proper mindset of just like, hey, you know, if, if something is a red flag during competition week or something's a change, what am I going to tell myself? What strategies have I practiced so that that internal, um, that internal radar of red flag moments isn't coming off? And if it is, I'm able to recognize it and then have the strategies of calming myself back down. Yeah, that's really good. And like we said, there, there's no replacement for hard work. What you said is so good. If you don't walk in having actually done the work, there's no amount of mindset yeah. that's going to be able to put a Band-Aid on a leaking ship that's going to sink. Yeah. Um, you need a much more fortified approach to that. You have to build a foundation by actually teaching yourself to take massive and perfect action. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the first episodes we ever did three years ago on the podcast. So go back and listen to that if you haven't already. Um, I think it's in the first 10 episodes or something. And if yeah. you're a client of mine, you've heard me say it a million times. But it really is true. Like You have to learn how to become a producer. And as you are becoming a producer, an executor, somebody who takes action, there are going to be bumps along the way. right? Like Life is not a smooth ride but that's perfectly okay so once you understand the fact that there's going to be highs and lows and that life is 50 50 and that the the it's normal to have things that go wrong as much as things that go right then you can put yourself back in the driver's seat and be the conductor of your life rather than just being somebody in the caboose that's just kind of along for the ride yeah um and if you know if it's your first time competing that's something totally different than if your goals for yourself are I want to win more than anything this year. And I think you need to get realistic about the fact that if your goal is to win, you need to become the kind of person that can adapt in that scenario to overcome any obstacle. Because guess what? We can tell you from experience, being a state title holder, that doesn't go away. Like at the national level, there's 10 times more unknown. There's 10, like we didn't get a packing list even for Miss USA, ever. It was like, hey, here's kind of what it's been in the past. And it was completely different. Like, we were locked in our rooms all day, you know, and thank God I love my roommate. Shout out to Miss Kentucky, (laughs) USA, Lexi, who's awesome. Because if we wouldn't have liked each other, that would have been a lot of time alone together, you know, just hanging out. And so there are always going to be things in life in general, you guys, even outside of pageants that just go wrong. And who you become um, is directly related to how you manage those situations. And to be real with everybody on the call too, this is something that just popped into my head, but the immature person competing for a pageant is going to let some small change affect them mentally. And then after the pageant will be the person who says, well, I didn't win because, well, no, yes, but they're going to be the person who says, well, you know, I didn't win because I couldn't hear myself in talent. Mm -hmm. I didn't win because, you know, this person dropped out because of COVID. I didn't win because of X, Y, Z. That's not a mature response. And to me, that's a flag of, you know, actually you were comparing yourself during the week. Mm -hmm. Actually, you weren't as prepared as you thought. And your walk sucked. Or you're, yeah, or you weren't. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, or like your shoes were awful. Or or you weren't able to be honest with yourself before you got there of saying, you know, here are my weaknesses here are my strengths Mm -hmm. and create a strategy around that because if you don't come to terms with that beforehand Mm -hmm. you can't be in a mindset to be flexible or adaptable totally and leaders are vulnerable with themselves Mm -hmm. like I'm the first person to say I'm not the best at this it's why I hire out my weaknesses it's why I'm an interview coach and I hire out people who are amazing at walking and fitness and nutrition like you don't want me doing those things I mean walking I'm like (laughs) fine at you know we model when we were younger and whatever 
but like that's just not what I want to do that's not my genius zone um, and I want to encourage all of you guys to operate in your genius zone so who would I be if I it'd be like me having a platform about everything rather than a platform about something Specifics, very specific yeah. you know so anyways, for the sake of time, that's all we have for you guys today. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed our first of many podcasts of the Swanson sisters together, now Mancuso, but still always a Swanson. <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll be back for, with you guys next week for the 100th episode. Woo! We've got some so great, excited. Yes, we have some great plans for what we want to do in the future for this podcast and what's happening at Powerhouse and our expansive efforts and everything that's going on around here. And so we're going to share a little bit more vision with you guys then. Um, but with that, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye. Hey guys, Coach Megan here, and again, welcome to season three. I'm so happy to have you here. Please, a couple things I wanted to just say, share this with a friend that you know needs to hear this today. Um, we give out this free information all the time because I'm so passionate about lowering the barriers to entry for women to be successful in pageantry, but also to grow themselves as transformative leaders that know their identity, are great communicators, leaders, and also are initiating and engaging in their calling. So with that, one thing I wanted to make sure that you guys were aware of is a brand new program that we beta launched last fall called the Interview Mastery Academy. And there's nothing like it on the market in the pageant industry. And as a competitor and a coach, somebody who's gone through this and been in your shoes several times, I created this because there was a hole in the market and I am here as a coach and as a person who loves women's empowerment to fill those gaps and see those problems and provide solutions for you guys. And so this is an eight-week course that is not just pageant coaching, although it will transform your communicative ability as well as your leadership. It's also going to transform you as a person. We get down into the nitty-gritty about your mindset, your your different personalities, your core values, your style, your social media. I teach you how I built a six-figure company online, specifically through Instagram. We go through everything from your platform to your paperwork to on-stage question to the advanced question framework. We handle everything. It is all encompassing, you guys. I even have 2,000 practice questions as well as timed mock interviews and a national level packing list. I have truly put everything on the inside of this academy and we'd be honored to have you be a part of it. So how you can get involved is in, at the end of every episode, you guys can DM us on Instagram. You can email us info at powerhousepageantry.com or the easiest way is just to click the link in the show notes, no matter where you're listening, and we'll send you right on to be able to access either a one-on-one -on -one strategy call with me personally, a free 30-minute call, or if you're ready to write, write to sign up, you can just tell us and we'll give the information to purchase. It is something that will absolutely, positively transform your entire life, guaranteed, and I've created it as a total replacement for one-on-one -on -one coaching so that through the craziness of life and the busyness of your schedule, you can ensure that you have everything necessary to be successful in pageantry, but on your own time and on your own terms. So if you'd like more information, click the link in the show notes or email info at powerhousepageantry.com and a member of our team will make sure that you are taken care of. And with that, I 
Love you guys so much. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure that you are following us on social media at Powerhouse Pageantry and at Megan underscore Swanson. And with that, we'll see you guys next week.